On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I had the absolute pleasure of talking to Carrie Ann Cashon from Tektronic Industries. What the heck is Tektronic Industries? <laughs> they have uh, brands um, like Hoover, um, Dirt Devil, um, some of their parent company uh, also has Milwaukee, just big, big brands. Uh, and it was a super interesting conversation, especially for those of you um, who are, you know, trying to get up to that sort of seven, eight figure mark. Um, it's It was an amazing conversation um, with Carrie Ann um, to hear what they're doing at, um, at some of these brands, Hoover and Dirt Devil, and what you can be doing um, yourself to help grow. Um, and I think that uh, all the tactics that we talked about today um, can be easily replicated in smaller brands. Um, so yeah, I think you guys are gonna get a ton out of this one and uh, stay tuned. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. All right, and we are live. I am here with Carrie-Anne Cashon from Tektronic Industries. What the heck is Tectonic Industries, Carrie Ann? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. I definitely get that a lot. Um, we are a, a big corporation with a lot of brands. So I work for the floor care division, which has um, Hoover, Dirt Devil, and Auric uh, vacuum floor care brands. Um, but Tectronic Industries also has a number of other established brands, Milwaukee Tools, Ryobi Tools, Heart Tools. So a uh, big company, but I, uh, I focus on the vacuum. Cool, cool. Well, that's great. You know, we don't often talk with um, with kind of companies of this size on this podcast, and I'm really interested. I think people are going to get a lot out of this. I'd love to hear a bit about your backstory. Like, how, how did you get to working, like, be the, the VP of this division? Like, th- this is a fairly, I, I'm sure that that's a lot of responsibility for you. Um, tell me, how did you get to this point? Yeah, it's it's been interesting, and you're right. It's a big responsibility that I take very seriously, but um, my background started almost on the entire opposite spectrum, which is as a Amazon private label seller myself. Um, so I launched a private label brand on Amazon in my own domain um, right out of college, really, and um, you know just did the the three piece stuff. I was bootstrapping. I was shipping stuff myself out of my uh, apartment. I, well, you know, you know that you know the drill. And I was oh doing yeah. That and, um, loved it, and, and I just I just fell in love with really the concept of growth. And at the time, I just put an Amazon hat on it, but really, it's just like how do I blow up, you know? <laughs> and um, and it was really fun, and and so I did that actually full time um, for two years, and uh, I actually do still own that business today, and I have oh, a really? general manager that yeah, I get to run it every day, and I can get out of the weeds. But um, but yeah, that was that was really my in, my door into e-commerce and Amazon at the time. Um, and so after, uh, you know, a couple of years and it was, it was kind of at that stable point that, you know, you're, you're probably not going to grow too big from here. Um, and it's just kind of, it's just kind of cash flow at that point. Um, I, I realized I was like, I, all these skills I taught myself learning how to grow on Amazon. I'm sure big companies are probably looking for somewhere, um, totally. trying to figure out 
yeah, like this, this Amazon thing, it's probably going to be something. Let's go hire some people that know it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I got my foot in the door at, at Jasco Products Company in Oklahoma City, um, which licenses a lot of uh, GE products for like power products. So mm. um, third protectors, power strips, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Super exciting and, stuff. And really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it even had some smart home stuff, uh, some CE. Oh, things. I see. I like yeah, that. I love smart home stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That one, that one was really fun. Um, but it was that was a great first experience for a bigger company for me to take more of the um, just the bulk ordering. Amazon actually, you know, ordering from you. You're not just selling it. That kind of approach and. Um, it was really fun. I, I basically took their their catalog at the time and, and just used SEO, which is a pretty normal thing. And yeah. uh, they hadn't touched it from an SEO perspective whatsoever and um, really blew up their catalog there after that too. Um, and so that was a really great experience. And then I, uh, I popped over to do some consulting um, for a group called Cartograph um, that focuses on like organic food, CPG yeah. space. So um, that experience was incredibly interesting to me because I would have certain clients on one end that had already been acquired by big companies. So yeah. think like Hormel, you know, but operating under a smaller brand, that kind of situation. Okay. And then you had these really scrappy, you had these really scrappy guys that were like self-funding and, you know, betting their life on building a brand yeah. on Amazon to then get retail placement. So it was very interesting seeing the two that were like the bigger ones are banking on retail as their bread and butter. Digital's an afterthought. And then you have the scrappy that started, okay, I'm digital's my door into retail. And it, it yeah. was just, it was very interesting. It was very interesting. And, um, and yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then, uh, and then came over to TCI. So uh, came over to TCI on the Amazon account specifically, uh, took a, a approach similar to Jasco, like introducing SEO tactics, yeah. uh, content, that kind of advertising. So started there and then um, migrated up to really the retailer channel to Omnichannel. Um, then eventually got our direct consumer site, hoovers.com, dirtdevil.com, org.com. Um, and, and then has, have now um, really just gotten all of marketing <laughs> wow. uh, but it's been it's been really good it's been really good and i think having one cohesive kind of goal and one cohesive team is extremely helpful so um so it's been fun but that's that's kind of my background and how i got here yeah great story um super interesting with a company of that sort of size and those those size of brands how how do you guys grow right because because it's not as though it's a like um it's an awareness issue right Everybody knows all of those brands right. really, really well. So we, we were talking a little bit about growth marketing before. Can, can you go into that? Like how, how does a company that size even think about growth? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. It is a completely different approach you have to take with big companies. So the smaller companies are nimble, they're agile, all of that. But with bigger companies with established brands, like, like exactly what you're saying, they have big budgets, they have big brand budgets all of that. And so they've been relying on that for so long. It's an established process that to be honest, I guess if you were to frame it up of what these, like the bigger companies kind of need to grow, it's, it's honestly kind of dis disruptive and, and just disruption to their almost structure, um, yeah. mentality, uh, how they operate, how fast they operate. Um, so most of my work so far has honestly been very foundational. Um, you know, just really changing up the processes, changing up um, how we think about things, how we make things faster, 
Um, so it's, it's, it's very interesting because our issues aren't brands. Like you're saying, it's, it's just, how do we, uh, how do we get ourselves set up to not rely on brand awareness? That's basically, I guess you're, yep. Yeah. So, so what does that look like on a, like, let's talk on the direct to consumer side. Mm -hmm. Um, what does that look like exactly? Like, like what are, what, what sort of initiatives are you trying to push and what are you seeing that's working for a big company like that? Like, is this just Amazon or are you guys yes. actually selling like a lot on your DTC site as well? We are, we are. So we're selling on Amazon. We're selling on our DTC. Another huge one for us is just omni-channel, like your, your retailer.com, the target Walmart. Yeah. Home Depot. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the three buckets, but then you, you could even extend it to say there's other online only channels, um, your Wayfair's, your Overstock's, that kind of eBay. Um, so that's how I kind of break it out internally. Um, but as far as like what we're doing to grow on those sites, it's, I, I framed it up and I'm sure you've heard it before, like test and learn. Um, yeah. so it's really like I've mentioned foundationally, I've had to do a lot of foundational work, um, that really focuses on even just digital, getting our, getting our data analytics, getting our, um, just programs, our consumer uh, data platform up to speed, things like that. Now that that's in place, um, we're really taking like a test and learn approach. So it is, you know, small, it's smaller scale, but you, okay, let's go try this and, and just know it's okay to fail. Just know yeah. that if you do this ad tactic, that comes back with a terrible return. That's okay. We just won't do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> um, totally. And it's nice. Yeah, so that's the nice. approach. Yeah. It's nice that you have the freedom to be able to do that in in your position because I can imagine in a lot of bigger organizations um, that failure uh, on a small scale even probably isn't super acceptable as much as it is on like, right. you know, for for these for people who are listening to this, most of these people own their own brands right? They, yeah. they own their own brands. They can say to their marketing person or their, or whoever, like, you know, say to their, their business partner, like, Hey, we're, uh, we're running a sale this weekend. You know, like we need yeah. cash where it's yeah. like a little bit different for you guys, right? You're, you're publicly traded and, yeah. um, you know, beholden to shareholders and it's, it's a different, different ballgame. So it's nice that you have that, that autonomy a little bit to be able to be okay with a little bit of failure here and there. What What's working right now, especially during, like we're in the midst of COVID still, especially, I feel like we're, we're not really in BC where I am, but uh, but for you guys in the States right now, like a lot of people are still at home and what's, mm-hmm. what's working now for you guys? You know, I think just the fact that we're seeing a shift in consumer behavior to digital is helping a lot um, because yeah. people are now getting much more comfortable with it. Um, you know, there's a few things that we're seeing. One of them that I think is pretty glaring is um, people are starting to want really authentic content. And mm. that's not really new. You know, that's not really new. I've seen data for that, you know, trend for the past few years, but it's, it's growing exponentially. And so, um, you know, I, I saw this one research that called out um, people are actually love whenever you're on a Zoom call and like your kid walks in the background or your dog. <laughs> In, yeah, 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 in your yeah. Lap. You know, people are actually enjoying that stuff. They actually like are thriving on just this real, you know, your home is not perfect. You don't have the perfect lighting um, and just seeing it, people in their real settings. Um, and so that's something that is, is working for us for sure, because um, a, about a year ago, I kicked off an initiative um, to really start trying and testing and learning with uh, like micro influencers. Yeah, so I say yeah, micro yeah, cool. Because, um, you know, bigger, bigger companies do have influencer marketing, but they're talking about the big, the big guys with a yeah. lot of followers. Um, but I took this approach last year of like, no, let's build partnerships. Let's build 
people that are almost an extension of us. Like this is like people we're sending like them a card for their son's birthday because we just care. Um, So we started taking that approach last year. And um, with, with a lot of these relationships we've built, we have also gained some uh, content rights. And so we've been able to deploy, deploy a lot of that real actually, you know, taken in a home by a real mom with her, her son or whatever it is deploy that across a lot of dot coms. We've done it on some of our direct consumer It has done very well. We've done it in a lot of email marketing that has done very well. Uh, we've even put some up on Amazon pages um, oh, and, cool. and even our Omni channel. So, um, so that's one we're still a little bit at the forefront when still kind of getting some of that data back that is, that can give us a clearer picture of exactly what's working. Um, yeah. But it is working nonetheless. So that's, that's what I'm seeing is just people are really, really wanting some real content yeah. lately. And what are you calling a micro-influencer in your world? Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. Uh, like under 10,000 followers. Under 10, okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking the same language. I just wanted to see. Um, one thing we've been, if I, if I can just step in for a sec, one thing we've been seeing working really, really well is um, um, is using those those micro influencers, and then um, we call it um, SPA marketing, so social proof acceleration, just white white listing their profile um, to advertise mm. um, and use them as uh, retargeting. Um, yep. And so so it's it's awesome because you have these like little micro influencers who are totally fine giving up access to their page to get in front of a big audience, especially if you have a big ad spend budget. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then actually whitelisting their profile. Um, to retarget your customers or even get access to their, um, you know, 10,000 followers and be able to run ads to them. I, I saw some bigger brands doing it. Like I saw some of the, the box, mm-hmm. um, the meal box companies doing it. And we thought mm-hmm. yep. if they, they can do it. This would work for smaller brands too. These like, you know, seven mm-hmm. to eight figure sort of brands. Um, so anyway, we've, we've been seeing mm-hmm. that work um, immensely nice. with, yeah, yeah. Kind of pairing it with the micro influencer um, sort of yeah. thing. So just some ideas for people out there. It's, it's kind of the new drum that we're going to beat for a while here. So. <laughs> nice. I love that idea. We'll have to take that back to the team. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. Um, so uh, let's talk about, um, uh, about scaling a little bit, uh, a little bit more here. Mm-hmm. So, so you can get on all of these sort of channels. Are you guys really pushing hard on the paid media side? Well, we're in an interesting time because we sell physical products that, um, you know, supply chain issues are still a thing right now with with all that's going on. So it's interesting, the tactics and even some pivots we've had to take because some of your paid um, channels, like take AdWords, for example, are very direct to a certain sale, like very low funnel um, sales driven, not brand driven. And so we we want, we don't want to spend to run ourselves out of stock. Um, So that's been a, that's been a challenge. Um, but yeah, you, you know, we're, we're honestly doing a lot of testing even in, in the paid side. So I, I'll give you an example. Um, Cora. Uh, so Cora. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Site. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if your, your listeners play in this space, but they have a great advertising platform. Cora has a great advertising platform. Do you mind, can you um, walk us through, through it a little bit? Because I've actually, 
I know I run a marketing agency. I've never played around on Quora before. Yeah, I think it's relatively new. I think they kicked it off in November of last year. So okay. it's yeah. pretty new. Um, but to be honest, like, I, I don't even know all of the details of exactly. I know they have like four different campaign types. Um, and, but once again, we're, we're at the very, very forefront of this. Um, but the reason I'm using this example is like, who would have thought that Cora had advertising? Yeah. Um, and we're finding a lot of this. We're, we're honestly doing a lot of education and like a lot, we're spending a lot of time to just learning about things in the market, what's going on, listening to podcasts, listening, mm. you know, reading articles, which is how we came across that one. And now we're kicking it off. And granted, it, it might totally flop. I have no idea. But I, I mean, I would assume probably not. I would assume there's a lot of people searching how to get a wine stain out of your carpet and we sell carpet oh, cleaners. <laughs> um, totally. So I don't know, but but we're at the forefront, but yes, from a page side, like there's a lot of channels. I think people don't even know exist. Like, you know, because you think paid and you're like, Oh, Google AdWords, Amazon, AMS, you, you yeah. kind of have this picture in your mind, but it's like, there, there's like little guys out there that can reach people that you had never thought of. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been seeing with, with some clients, Snapchat being awesome still. I mean, everyone, it mm -hmm. seems like everybody's off, but the CPMs on Snapchat are like $2. Right. So like, so like how, how can you not get good results if you have good content? I mean, at least you're going to get some brand awareness out of it. Um, yep. what yep. the, the other thing we've been hearing a lot about, and these, this isn't a small guy, but Twitter uh, has, uh, we've been hearing amazing results um, from Twitter, not something we've been testing a ton on the e-commerce side. Yeah. Um, but seems yeah, to, we haven't tested it either. We haven't tested Twitter either lately. Yeah. It's, it's something, it's something I'd love to try again. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, mm -hmm. there's there's so much, so much um, out there on the, on the paid side that you can do. And like I was saying before, like being able to like tie paid into your advertiser, or sorry, into your uh, influencers. And um, yeah, there's mm -hmm. just, there's just a lot out there. Um, if, if, oh, you yeah. could, if you could go back, you know, two years ago, what would you change with, um, um, with your managing of, of this? Is, is there anything that you'd change or anything that you look back being like, oh, I wish I would have jumped on that train. <laughs> you know no I mean I can't like nothing's like glaring I guess you could say and and I think the reason I say that is because I since I did get started in Amazon Amazon beta tests everything and roll they roll it out and then sometimes it gets cut and and you just I guess what I'm getting at is that you never know what's coming with Amazon like the rollout features the yeah. beta test it is it gonna stay you have to if you started an Amazon uh account you have to be very comfortable with change. It's like the only, the only known is the unknown. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. So honestly, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really change anything about my past because I think that's exactly what I've taken here at TTI, which is like, okay, if, if you're testing and learning now and you're getting this feedback, if it does blow up, you know what to do. Or, you know, I, I'll give you an example actually. So um, the influencer stuff with the content marketing, Amazon yeah. rolled out out of nowhere. They rolled out this program called Amazon Posts. I believe it's actually still in beta. And it's basically what Instagram looks like. And so when they rolled that out, it's a free, it's a free thing. And hmm. I'm like, great. You know, they want influencer content. Well, we just have this great user-generated library because we tested with micro-influencers yeah. that has now become a bigger part of our business and strategy. And so we had this amazing content library for something that we would have never guessed. Amazon was going to roll out they would have it's not like they give you the heads up <laughs> so um so yeah I wouldn't change anything because it's like the behavior I learned starting in Amazon to be very agile flexible being able to pivot 
um, test and learn, fail fast has really helped um, kind of set, set my team up, I think. Wow, that's awesome. Well, it sounds like they've made a good decision with you. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, I, I feel like things change on the platforms, on the advertising platforms, in the, all these like omni-channel, uh, like all these different sales channels, like things change so fast. And so you have to yep. like, yeah, you, you got to move fast, right? Oh, I always say, and this is the thing about the bigger companies, I always say like e-commerce and digital move faster than big companies. So if you can't set your team up to move as fast as that, you will fail. Like yeah. e-commerce moves way faster than, than big, huge companies. Like there's so much red tape and, and processes and all that. Like you, you got to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to figure out a way to be fast. Yeah. And I'm sure that people have noticed that, or sorry, big companies have noticed that during COVID, especially, right? Where it's like, yes. oh my yes. gosh, retail. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> your, your big retailers are all still probably open, but like, for, for lots of our, our brands, they're in like hundreds of these small boutiques that all closed, mm -hmm. right? It's like, mm -hmm. this entire mm -hmm. sales channel is gone. What do we do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're seeing that across the board. It's, it's, it's everyone is like, oh man, <laughs> we got to figure out this e-commerce stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, it's this question I got to ask every guest because it's the title. What is your secret to scaling? You have to have a immense love of learning. You have to always be a sponge. And I would even say dedicate time to learning. Just like you take the core example I gave you, that, that happened because I listened to a podcast because I dedicated time to listen to mm. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, if you think you know it all, it's, it, that's the day you fail. You have <laughs> to have a love of learning in this space. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I know that, that yeah, the times that I've felt the dumbest are times when I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know about all these updates because I just like haven't been <laughs> spending the time. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I have the same feeling a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to our lightning round here. Are you ready? Okay, awesome. I'm yeah. ready. Let's do it. What is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Microsoft Planner. It's like oh. a, a, a similar look like to Trello, but I use that with my team so that I can get out of emails and we just streamline it and make it fast. Oh, cool. Nice. Does that work with uh, the new Microsoft to do like the Wonderlist um, takeover? I don't, I'm not actually familiar with that. I'm going to have to look that one up. I, 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 I'm not sure. I, I interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I was wondering if they had a project management tool that kind of went along with that. Yeah. I mean, the planner is truly, it's almost like a Trello. It's, it's almost identical to Trello, but you can assign, you know, projects. It's, it's like a simpler version of Microsoft projects, which I also use for bigger projects, but um, yeah, big fan of it. Big fan. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Um, what is your favorite podcast right now? Uh, up next in commerce that's uh, presented by like Salesforce, I think commerce cloud, but up next in commerce is uh, it's really new. Actually. I think they only have like 10 or so episodes, but cool. Man, they're killing it. Up next in commerce. Nice. That's great. I love uh, hearing these suggestions. Then I try to reach out to these people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah. And uh, is there a founder that you look up to? Uh, Bill Gates. Big Bill Gates fan. I just, ah, I, I've watched. No one yeah, said Bill Gates. That's great. I mean, it's one of those like the OG, you know, he's like an OG, yeah. like entrepreneur, founder, disruptor, but um, you know, I watch, I've watched his documentaries and um, 
and it's funny I have a friend that constantly like has told me since I was like 13 like you're Bill Gates in the making and I've just like held on to that my whole life like I want to be Bill Gates oh <laughs> uh, what a compliment um, that's a great friend yeah, oh yeah best compliment I could ever receive but um no he's just he's just such a big thinker he just he loves learning so much um I just I'm big fan big fan yeah yeah that's great I really enjoyed that Netflix um documentary on him Oh, I, I loved it because I saw when he was doing his whiteboard, if you remember that scene, yeah. um, that it, I could actually show you in my office right now. I do the exact same thing that people, people walk by. We have uh, like clear offices. People walk oh, okay. by and they're yeah. like, Carrie Ann goes, going crazy again. <laughs> Carrie Ann, her whiteboard, just sitting there going crazy again. And he does the same thing. So it gave me a little sense of like, if Bill Gates says it, I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Um, Carrie Ann, where can people find out more about you? Um, you know, I have a, I have a website, uh, carriecashon.com. I'm on uh, LinkedIn's a really good one. I really like to connect to people yeah. on LinkedIn. I think that's where um, we, we connect typing in my name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So big LinkedIn fan. Um, I'm on most social channels too, but, uh, and then, and then I've got the website, carriecashon.com. Awesome. This was an awesome interview. I, I hope that people got a lot out of this. Cause I feel like there was, there was a lot here, um, to see what big companies are doing that all little companies can do, right? Like mm-hmm. every little guy can do these exact same things, right? The, the mm-hmm. playing field is very level right now. Um, all mm-hmm. you need is cash, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right, and product. <laughs> yeah, and that brings me to my sponsor. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, well, thank Super. you so much for your time today. All right, thank you, appreciate it. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.